This episode of Says Who is brought to you by you. 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 You, our supporters at patreon.com slash says who. Through your dollars and $2 and $5 and $10 and $25 and whew, all the dollars make this possible every week. Thank you. Thank you. You? Hello, it's me, Maureen of Books. Truly devious, obviously. However, uh, this episode goes up today, tomorrow, unclear, but today, today is Maureen, today. today. Okay. All right. So then tomorrow, October 8th, no, November 8th, I, as we will get into, I'm <laughs> very You're confused. doing good. I don't you're know just, where or what I am. You're killing it right now. Thank you. Let It Snow is out on Netflix. Do you have Netflix? It is free to watch. Do you not have Netflix? It's also free to watch if you get a free trial. You watch on a friend's Netflix. You watch on a TV and a Best Buy. You know, it's it's out there. It's going to be out there tomorrow. Why not watch? Why not? Let it snow. It's funny. And hello, this is Dan. One last thing to tell you about before the show starts, which is maybe... Maybe you are having trouble keeping up with all of the impeachment news that is happening. Well, I am here to help you at impeachment.fyi, where A, you can just go to that website and read about the day's impeachment news in a few short bullet points. Or B, you could go to that website and put your email address in and just get it sent to you. And then you don't got to worry about nothing ever again. Ever again. Impeachment.fyi. Never worry about anything ever again. That's a good, good slogan for that. Okay, so, uh, all right. So, anyway, I've got to get... There's hey, Dan. a new transcript up right now. Dan, Dan, Dan. Yeah, hey, hey, yeah, hey, hey Maureen. What's up? It's a world of hey. laughter. A wor- hey, how was it? Uh, oh, did, it was it was it was great morning. Happiest, but hold on, I just there's like six new transcripts on, on. that just got released by uh by the House Investigative Committee. Just um yeah okay oh Jesus and there's somebody testifying right now. Oh and oh, fuck Trump's tweeting. Uh, okay um what what's that? Um, I'm trying to keep know. up with everything, Maureen. What's up? I want well, obviously, I want to know um, what, how was it? What ears did it was, you get? It was, what it, it, it was? It was great, more. It was, it was, it was great. But hold on, just a second. It's a little, um, I'm a little bit overwhelmed. Hold on. Okay, all right. I gotta get. Okay, hold on. I just gotta copy this URL. All right, paste it in. Okay, okay. What? How is a world of laughter? A world of tears? Is it? Come on, come on. Dish. Oh, dish. Is that um the Dish Network? I don't I don't follow the Dish Network, Maureen. Is that a, just, is that a thing? Okay. I'm not paying attention to that one. I'm I, paying attention to um yeah all the TV just, networks and a bunch of different websites and um it's cool. Okay, what are we doing? Yeah, I was I was afraid this is what was going to happen. Welcome to Says Who, the podcast that isn't a podcast. It's a coping strategy. I am Dan Sinker. And I am Maureen Johnson. And I just had to set something up, reset something on my computer because I am so hot off my flight. I was still running like a Delta window in the background. So I just wanted to turn that off. You and I have been on the move, Maureen. We have been on the move. Dan? You just mm. got back, what, late, late last night? Yep, midnight last night. That is... I, my alarm this morning was my phone ringing to do an interview. So I went from asleep to interview. <laughs> that gap was five seconds. <laughs> the interview is just about your dream state. Ah, and then, you know, there was a giant hot dog walking around. and Yeah, I, I tried to... I do have a bit of a of a smoky voice, literally, because the air quality was so bad in LA that the whole time uh. I was there, I had a flaming sore throat, and um, I'm a little scratchy. But it's okay, yeah, you it, sound like you got a radio voice. Hey, how's it going? Welcome to Says Who go. on the Nines. 
we're about to do a traffic update. That what do they do? Traffic on radio? Hey, yeah, hey. You're good. You sound good. I'm so Maury tired. Johnson, you were in Los Angeles, California, for a fucking movie premiere. I'm so tired. This man. is like a real thing. It was real. It's That's real your deal. actual life. Yeah. Brought my parents. I spent 90% of the time focusing on where my parents were and if they were comfortable and had something to eat. So I had a job in my head. So if you have a job, it's a lot less nerve wracking when you're just like, I have to make sure my father gets his mac and cheese is a lot right. less nerve wracking than look at this movie. So, but sure. it was... It was the real thing, Dan. You know, we we went out and they Netflix sent us all out. So they put us up. Now, this sounds, they put us up at the Four Seasons, which is where Whoa. all, I know. Oh. I just, I just, yep. I want more of this. <laughs> Four Seasons. Oh. All right, and because uh, that's where they do a lot of press in L.A. Like that that hotel was just one giant press junket. At one point, I was standing on my little outdoor balcony and I heard an actor giving an interview in the room next to mine. So it was who was it. I don't know. Did he just yell, <laughs> who are you from the other side of the balcony? They love that. They love if you just lean over and go, are you famous? Um, yeah. So yeah, we were, I, I flew out on Thursday night. We did a, I think, did I fly? No, I flew out on Friday night, I think. And then yeah, we you did flew out on Friday because we both Friday flew night. out the same day. Yeah. And then I did press on Saturday and uh, Sunday I had pri- like meetings and like got my family and then Monday was the premiere and it was at the Grove. And so hair, you know, hair and makeup came, shiny dress. There was a red carpet that was actually a yeah, snow-covered carpet. Yeah, I saw a picture on your Instagram. That was a very shiny dress. It was real shiny, right? Yeah, you look good. That, you look that, like you that, were a movie star. That dress was just a container of snags. Like, if you touch any two sequins together, they just stick. So it's like wearing Velcro. <laughs> and then... uh and it's very, you know, you can also tell when the actual famous people are coming because right. then they're like, move, get them off. You know, <laughs> it just sort of they sort of bulldoze you off like, OK, get the authors out there first. They're the least important. And you stand there and there's little markers on the ground where the various outlets are. And they they I believe they call it a step and repeat. You know, they put you up and they yeah. say stuff. And then they herded us back into the movie theater where they had Everybody got free soda and popcorn. They just like laid out soda and popcorn, which is my favorite part. And then you got assigned seats. And then we watched that. There were speeches. And then we watched the movie. And it was really fun and really good. And everyone loved it. And when we came out, everybody got a free hat to let it snow on it. Man. And then we were ushered out the back to a bank. So each one of us got our own. This is terrible. But our own SUV. And driver and handler. Wow. Yeah. So John had one, Lauren had one, and I had one. Because it was, I had, we each had a, like people with us. So I had my family with me. So yeah. they put us, you know, five of us got, and, and my agent Kate, the five of us got in our car. So we filled the car. Um, yeah. And then they drove us to the Swingers Diner, which had been converted to this Let It Snow Diner with um, neon signs and Let It Snow carpets and decorations Man. like in the movie. And this is a, a real thing. A DJ and a photo booth and, you know, they, yeah, and lots and lots of security standing around looking very tough and beefy. So. That is amazing. And the food looked great, but I didn't eat any of it. But they had chicken and waffles and sliders and mac and cheese and uh, mini cupcakes. Like, it was, it was all apparently really good food. I didn't eat any of it. Are you and Joan Cusack best friends now? She was not there. I know it was really upsetting. Everybody was there except, uh, I think, except <sighs> Joan. But all of the others were there on the first day, and then two had to leave. 
but okay. we were all so we did some filming together on on Saturday. They they built a diner set downstairs, and so we all were kind of packed into this downstairs kind of diner where? in the Four Seasons. So they had a. Oh, set it off again. Four seasons. I will tell you this about LA Dad is that everyone is very like, oh, we love you so much. Oh, you're. But they do that to everybody. So, right. but you can tell when the more important ones come because that, that gets shut down really fast. And they go, okay, now you have to move over here. And then, you know, the. <laughs> <laughs> so you know not to get attached. Um, There's the plebeian corral that you get thrown into. What I did like was that every time I ate a lot of room service because sometimes you just can't get out. So you, every time room service came up, they put a little succulent on the tray. And what? I began to collect this little, just a little potted <laughs> succulent. Sure. You know, like, oh, you know. Dan, like they do at the Four Seasons. Dan, a, a succulent costs like 50 cents. The succulents are sure. free. They're self-propagating. But I have a million succulents in this apartment, and they were all grown from one $3 succulent. And yeah. another one that I stole from my friend's garden and put in some dirt. So I would steal the pots and collect them in the room. And then I discovered that I could, if anyone else pushed their tray outside, I started taking from them. <laughs> oh, no. And so I just yeah. made it like my goal to like build a little succulent garden inside. It was my little, <laughs> it was my little thing. And when Oscar got there on Sunday, I was like, I've been collecting all these succulents. Look at my, gar <laughs> look at my friends. And he was like, why oh, no. are you like this? And I was like, look. Oh no. Yeah. Ah, oh, that sounds awesome. The mantra and the movie repeated, comes out tomorrow. Tomorrow. The mantra I repeated to myself was, don't get used to this. And also, remember the revolution is coming. Um, <laughs> because it is. And so, um, you know, you, you see a kind, you see a lot of people that are just working there because it is like, it's, yeah. it feels like a very industry hotel where publicists and people, you know, like, it's it has a it has that kind of aspect, but then you see people that seem yeah. truly helpless, like that that come downstairs. Somebody, the one driver described seeing picking someone up at the peninsula who came downstairs walking her toy poodle, and she goes, "I've locked myself out while waiting for the dog walker, and now I don't know what to do." And so, <laughs> um, it was delightful. So L.A. really is like L.A. Um, L.A. LA delivers on its promise. And I was like, I want to get back to New York where the dirt bags are. <clears throat> it's true. We're like a dirt bag city. I like it. I feel better here. It's not on fire, too. You have that going for you. No, it'll just be underwater. It'll be the opposite of that. Yeah, so, you know. Exactly. But then, then enough about yeah. me. Tell me about you. Maureen Johnson, we went to Disney World. And it was great. First, I need to just set it up by saying, so we left on Friday, the 1st of November. Uh, Halloween was the day before. There was a freak snowstorm on Halloween. So by the time we, and we had to get up ass early on Friday to, uh, to get to the airport, we were like at the car by, I think, about 5.15 in the morning or so. And um, the passenger side doors were frozen shut. So oh, nice. It, it yeah, it was a real transition to like 85 and sunny in Florida and it was a welcome one. But uh but yeah, we went as as we talked about last time. Um we went because uh Disney actually has all of these they do I think four runs a year like like uh 5K, 10Ks and half marathons and once a year they actually do a full marathon where you run through all four parks which is pretty damn cool. Uh and my wife Janice who 2 years ago um was diagnosed with breast cancer and 2 years ago almost to the day right now uh had her first surgery to uh to deal with that. Um you know last year was very much about kind of recovering from the the trauma of all of that. And this year she really dedicated to kind of getting her strength and endurance up. And one of that was to say, you know what, I want to start running. And 
um, I'm going to set a goal and let's do it. Let's, let's, let's set that goal to be to run a 10 K at Disney world by the end of the year. So we booked it way back in the spring and, uh, and we went and the run Maureen Johnson, you have to wake up at three in the morning for, because the bus to take you to the start, it leaves at three 30. So that was something. She and the 14-year-old, who are the two latest risers in the family, uh, they both went. He went to uh, be on the cheer squad, as they call it, um, to watch her. And uh, and she went to run. They got up ass early at uh, at 3 a.m. I got up and made some coffee and all of that and then went back to bed. Um but she was, fucking did, did, did it, the, man. Did the baby wake up or did he? He stayed totally asleep right until they they uh, they uh walked out the door. And then he kind of popped up and was all, he looked very confused. And then I was I like, you did. just need to go back down. And then, and then he did. But, uh, but yeah, so, so let me tell you about our Saturday. So uh, they woke up at 3 a.m. Janice ran a 10K. Then they came back. Uh, they got back from all of that by about seven 30 in the morning, um, got showered and cleaned up, went and got some breakfast. We were at the magic kingdom by 10 30 in the morning, Maureen. And we stayed there until 11 PM at night. Oh my God. Yeah. Yeah. Janice and, and the 14 year old brought the 21 hour day by the time we finally got back. And it was, Epic and amazing. This was the first time we went to the Magic Kingdom where the four-year-old could ride uh, oh. basically everything. I think the only ride that that he was not tall enough for is Space Mountain. He is fearless. He did uh, Splash Mountain twice. He did Big Thunder Mountain twice. Okay, I, I'm going to say this for the record. I am 100% certain that your four-year-old is much more courageous than I am when it comes to rides. <laughs> Yeah, he did all the roller coasters, but Space Mountain, and uh, that was only based on on height. And uh, yeah, then we did Epcot the next day, which was uh, Epcot is largely under construction right now. They're basically finally fixing up that park. And then uh, and then on Monday, we went to Hollywood Studios, Maureen, where Star Wars Land has opened. And holy shit, that was fucking amazing. Was it? It really like, was. I want to know about it. It was. So you have been to Harry Potter land, right? Yes. And especially Diagon Alley. You know how you walk in and you're like, holy Diagon. shit, I am in the. Uh, oh, whatever. Oh, um, please. You want anyway. me to get killed by my people? Anyway, in Star Wars land. um, it's the same feeling of just like, holy shit, I've just walked into a thing that I've thought about my whole life, you know? Um, but what's interesting is it is not a thing out of a movie. Like they created a new place for it all to be set in. And yet you realize just how kind of strong and how much emotional attachment you have to like the Star Wars design language. Because it is instantly recognizable, even though it is a totally different place from things that you've seen in the movies. Um and it's super interesting because there's only one ride right now. The other ride is is opening, I think, in December. Um, it's a ride where you drive the Millennium Falcon. There is a fucking full-size Millennium Falcon in the park, um, which is crazy. And mostly you just kind of hang out. And it's amazing because, like, um, every every other park, the there are, like, character meets, right? But in this, mm -hmm. in Star Wars land, the characters, there are no, like, go and wait in a line and get your picture taken with characters. They're just fucking people walking around. Like, Chewbacca walks around and goes and fixes a ship. Uh, there is a rebel spy who you, like, is, like, lurking around corners and shit. Really? Um, ah. storm, Stormtroopers walking around just yelling at people. Um, it's amazing. It was really amazing. It was really amazing. And then it, we also, we had never seen the Toy Story Land, which they opened, and the four-year-old loved Beyond Belief. He rode that roller coaster, too. Uh, I twice. really liked the Toy Story game ride. Yeah, that one was really fun. But man, the roller coaster there, the Slinky Dog Dash was fucking fun as hell. That was a we, great roller coaster. Yeah, the line was too long. We tried to get on that, but 
Yeah, we we fast passed it and then we actually timed it. So we we got on it at the very end of the night. There was only like a 20 minute wait. So we waited. And uh, as we were on it, fireworks were going off. It was just like, this is perfect. Um, But yeah, it was great. The the uh, yes. Dan, I just want to say one thing. It's a good thing that we were both. I was in L.A. You were in Disney World. And that nothing was going on while we yeah. while we were in these places. So chill. I kind of forgot just now that we're supposed to talk about the news. I was just busy. I, I was busy I know. talking, talking I about brought, travels. I, well, I I I didn't mean to interrupt you, Dan. It's just that um, you know, wanna. Dan, Dan. No, no, Dan, Dan. Nope. You know, Dan what doesn't live s- here anymore. Dan is right here, Dan. Do you know what they kept what? saying the other day? Who? The news. No. They kept saying, well, today is exactly one year from the uh, 2020 election. Ugh. One year, Dan. I was fucking riding Millennium Falcon right then. Didn't matter to me. One year. Yeah. That's no good. Let's go what's back. That? Let's. Hmm. Dan, what's this year hmm. going to be like? <sighs> because everything we've seen so far is just the previews before the movie. Yeah, no kidding. It's going to be f- fucking nuts. <laughs> like, we are, we are a week away. From the start of public impeachment hearings. So you've got that as the like. Appetizer for the rest mm. of the fucking year. Mm-hmm. It's only going to get more nuts from there. I mean, it is it is actually remarkable if you think about all of the things that are happening right now at one time. You have uh, the impeachment Inquiry, which has been going on for a month behind closed doors, is about to shift to open um, open hearings. You have fucking King Ratfucker Roger Stone on trial right now for um, lying to Congress. Uh, you have a lawsuit happening uh, that is on its way to the Supreme Court that may result in Donald Trump having to share his tax returns with the um, uh, state's attorney of New York. You have another lawsuit happening right now that will most likely end up at the Supreme Court around whether or not Don McGahn and other people from uh, the administration have to comply with subpoenas from Congress. Like, you have... All of these different things happening simultaneously right now as we enter the first, you know, the 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 shoot of this year. Mm. <laughs> There's a lot going on, Maureen. Well, Dan, feel uh, at our hotel, the, the, the rooms were kind of small. Yeah. Um, it's an old, I think it's an older hotel, but as I collapsed into bed the first night and then... Wait, which, you, what, which hotel was that? All right, you can just stop that right now, Dan. No, I, just, I don't remember what hotel you were at. You know, is this really going to be like this? I didn't book I don't the hotel. Know. At what hotel? It was the Best Western. Oh, those are nice. Yeah. They have they a free are breakfast nice. bar. That is the usual tour hotel that the authors stay in. But the I was asleep in, in bed and, you know, you fly to California. So you wake up at three in the morning and you're like, what? Why am I? What's happening? And I the room's all dark. And I look over and I see what looks like a like the opening of a cave on the other side of the room. And what that was, was the television, which was. It had to be eight feet across. Like it was the biggest wow. goddamn. Te- it wasn't eight feet across. It was a big. It was much bigger than the TV we have in our apartment. It was a giant ass TV in a small room. It took up yeah. a major portion of one of the walls. And we were the bed's pretty close to it. So when Oscar got there, he had 
the news on a lot. And so the news was like coming out of the wall at us, of like just an oh, enormous, God. it was just like a gaping stargate had opened up in the other wall. It was like, did you know that Rudy Giuliani is that doing things and that's a year from the election. That's what the news sounds like in my head. <laughs> it's somebody with like a gaping throat wound. Hello. So, all right, Dan, what is happening? You are the, you're the impeachment guy. You've had to jump back into guy. the... They made you Man, jump into it was the pool. A, it was jumped in. It really That's felt cold like I had, water. It was because I really, you know, we have we have talked many a time now on this on this podcast about says who you, where uh, you take a little time for yourself away from the news, fifteen minutes a day, turn off your screens, do something. Uh, do something for yourself. And before we get into this, first of all, I want to say people have been in the Facebook group doing amazing fucking things, Maureen Johnson, like riding a goddamn horse. Yeah. Making cookies, making Dole Whip, but also people are starting to do things together. Oh, someone on the Facebook group is coordinating a book club to read the first two of your book, Truly Devious, well, uh, before the third you. one comes out. Oh, I'm yeah. sorry. Thank you very much. Isn't that amazing? Yeah, it is. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, people, it's a little wiggly on the screen thing, but people are playing Stardew Valley and Minecraft together, which yeah, is pretty that's okay. cool. Uh, yeah, yeah, that's good. We and, uh, and there's been a bunch of uh, NaNoWriMo uh, National Novel Writing Month strategizing, whatever that right. word is, happening I as well. I think that's the word. That's the word, Dan. Strategies are rising. Yeah, Side note, Dan. Right. Did right yeah. now I found out you can get the Stardew Valley soundtrack on vinyl. On vinyl, yeah, a multi-vinyl pastel, set. It's a pastel vinyls, vin, vinyl set. I believe that's what they call it. Vinyl. We have been playing Stardew Valley uh, solo with the four-year-old lately, where Aww. he just kind of watches and tells us to do stuff, and it is adorable, Maureen. I can just hear his little voice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He will be like, "That's in the community center." He remembers everything. He's like the he's like the community center, uh, like go to. If if you see something on the ground, he'll be like, "Oh, we need that on the on the bulletin board of the community center." It's like, "Whoa, okay, man. Glad that's in there." Anyway, Maureen Johnson, I got back and I did have to jump into the very deep, very cold water of the pool. Um, but yeah, impeachment wise, it actually it was a very good timing to leave. It was uh, we left the day after the vote to officially move the impeachment inquiry into its new phase. Um, that new phase kicks in next week with public hearings uh, on Wednesday. I think there are two. And then on Friday, there's one currently scheduled. Uh, and mostly they've just released a bunch of transcripts from the closed door hearings, which are um Oddly, were super demanded by Republicans and are not great for the president at all. Um, there are like thousands of pages of transcripts because each of these te testimonies was like eight hours long. Um, but yeah, they just all corroborate each other. They all kind of look into the quid pro quo between Ukraine and uh, and and the U.S. And they are not great for the president of the United States, Maureen Johnson. They are oh. not great, but yeah, they aren't. I mean, it's just every single diplomat's basically like, yeah, you know what? At first, I didn't quite realize what was going on. And then I realized that Rudy Giuliani was basically running Ukraine policy. And we were holding back on aid for the Ukraine because they wanted the Ukraine to investigate Joe Biden like over and over again. So that seems great. That does seem great. It does seem great. But uh but yeah, you know, you got that. That was a that was a harsh that was a harsh reality to go from to go from Disney to right back into it. But I'm back. I'm back, Maureen. You know who else is back? Who? Dojo. 
Donald Jr. is back in the news because he decided yesterday would be a great day to just tweet out the name, potential name of the whistleblower. Wait, what? He did? Yeah. Yeah, he did. And then he spent the whole rest of the day. I do not follow him on Twitter. Thank fucking God. But I did wade into his Twitter stream and I left that Twitter stream feeling like I just wanted to uh, go on a very long very lonely walk because mm. it is a it is a real heart of darkness situation in dojo's twitter stream but um but yeah he he just tweeted it out and then tweeted a bunch of links to defend himself he was all well the daily caller already did it well the blah 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 breitbart already did it blah 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 um but yeah so you know so that's cool uh, he then also was on Fox and Friends yesterday. Well, Dan, can I ask? I, I, I need, wait, no, we just got to pause for a second, Dad, because I didn't know this because I was on a plane. Yeah. I'm not, Who is I'm it? not giving the name. I'm not a fucking narc. Maureen, he's a whistleblower. It's technically a federal crime to reveal the name of a federal whistleblower, but I don't think he's going to get caught. But uh, he then, he went on Fox and Friends, Maureen, and he said, that his dad calls him to tell him something sometimes, Maureen, and I want you to guess what it is, because it's really sweet. Uh, oh, no. Oh, no. This is the, oh, this is the worst timeline, Dan. Oh, no. Is that- so Dojo, he, on, on Fox and Friends, oh, he says boy. sometimes he gets a call and it says it's the operator from the White House. And then he patches mm. his dad through. Yeah. And what does his dad tell him, Maureen? Guess, guess, guess. That he's a huge disappointment? Well, close. Mm. He calls and he says, you're getting a little hot on social media. And he went on to say... What does that mean? uh, I think that it means that he's getting too much attention or that he's swearing too much. It seems that digging through the cesspool that is Dojo's Twitter feed, he has really latched on to bullshit as his catchphrase. So that could be that could be it. But he he was on Fox and Friends and he said, this is a quote, you know. I realized it took me 41 years to realize that I was probably a lot more like him than we ever thought. And, you know, backed into a corner, we fight. But every once in a while, I get that call like, hey, you're getting a little hot on social. Can you imagine? Can you imagine the call that he got after saying that he and his father were at all alike? Oh, no, Dan. Hug your kids. I mean. Yeah. Maureen, I want to take us away from all of this hell. All right. I don't want to talk about it. I'm done with these fuckers. No, you're not. I deal with these fuckers every night, Maureen. I want to take us somewhere warm, somewhere nice. All right. Disney World? I w- I, well, close. Okay. I want to take us... Oh, uh, Universal Studios. C- close as well. Epcot. I... Animal no, Kingdom. I mean, that's part, technically no. Animal that Kingdom. one of those gator tours of, on a fan boat or something. No. I want us to travel to Trump's golf club outside no. Miami, Trump National Doral, Miami. Maureen, I don't want to. I there. want us to travel there with the Daily Mail reporters. No, thank that you. That went and stayed for three days because Maureen, it sounds really nice. No, thank you. Come with me, Maureen. Nope. President Donald Trump did America a favor when he ended his push to hold the G7 meeting at his Trump National Doral Miami Golf Resort. This is all from the Daily Mail. It's a very long story. We're not reading the whole thing. Dignitaries from some of the world's most beautiful countries and vacation destinations would have been stuck for four days on a property far from the beach and deep in Miami's suburban sprawl, a property that Trump bought at a deep discount in bankruptcy proceedings. To take the full measure of the resort Trump has called one of the most exceptional in the world, DailyMail.com went undercover to experience the vacation spot firsthand for three days at the end of October. 
Visitors need only to sit by the aquarium windows of the resort's BLT Prime restaurant. (laughs) Which, that name makes me laugh every time. To understand fully why it was ridiculous to even consider hosting an auspicious gathering like the G7 here, they can munch on a $106 porterhouse steak while enjoying the views of not just one, but two county garbage dumps rising (laughs) high above the golf course's palm tree line and getting higher by the day. All right. If president, if French President Emmanuel Macron was digging into a $38 Dover sole at a different window, he'd be able to spot just to the west the smokestacks and silos from a garbage burning plant towering over the 12th hole of the resort's famed Blue Monster golf course. I don't hate it. There's worse. To freshly arrived guests, it becomes clear in mere minutes that Trump National Doral is smack dab in the middle of two landing paths at Miami International (laughs) Airport, one of the country's busiest, and the resort's neighbor to the east. Trump claimed that's why he proposed the location for the event. But on a late afternoon recently, guests lounging by the two pools were treated to the thunderous landings of one minute apart of European airliners ending their cross-Atlantic jaunts. The planes were so low that bikini-clad floaters could get a whiff of kerosene fumes (laughs) and see clearly the airline logos on the cabins. Swiss Air flew overhead at 5.55 p.m. on the dot both evenings in true Swiss fashion. I don't read the Daily Mail a lot, Maureen, because it's fucking trash, but man, they can write when they want to. We checked out the Trump Spa, where guests can get a $300 massage with an anti-aging serum and organic oils that leaves your skin feeling like silk. Silky skin, however, doesn't feel so silky if it touches the rim of the toilet in the men's gold and marble bathroom, caked in what appeared to be feces, which we witnessed on the afternoon when we visited. Uh, Oh, I'm upset. There's mold growing alongside a ceiling AC vent in the lobby and on nearly every chaise lounge by the pools. Oh, There are black stains in the large aging carpets by the lobby bar. During our stay, we found other malfunctioning equipment and questionable sanitary conditions at the resort where the average room goes for about $350 a night. There were dozens of blackbirds frolicking in the balmy water alongside swimmers. (laughs) No doubt dropping bacteria into the water that they could have picked up at the nearby county dumps. European tourists tourists seem to enjoy the dog-sized iguanas defecating near the pool (laughs) grill tables. Uh, To be honest, I do like those iguanas. Although comfortable with their gold-leaf Spanish Revival style, 500 square feet of space and aromatic pillows on the bed, the guest rooms were hit or miss, too. In one of ours, the telephone was missing its wall cord, making it impossible to call the front desk, and one of the elevators was out of order, creating lines for guests from the upper floors. In the other rooms, two light bulbs over the shower sink were out. Both rooms featured walls that allowed for unavoidable 5 a.m. eavesdropping on the neighbors. One guest named Billy woke us up when he told the other guy to get the fuck up for their crack of dawn round of golf. (laughs) Doesn't that sound nice? It's a lot. It's a lot in there, Dan. It's dense. It's dense. The article itself has dozens of photos and the... They are not joking about the mold on the chaise lounges. It is gross. Uh, Everything this guy touches is so gross. Yeah, there's a lot of gross. There is a lot of gross. He's like the human. He really is the human embodiment of American rot. It is. Yeah. It's the worst in all of our. It's the worst of our culture in a person. Yeah. <sighs> anyway, happy vacation return. <laughs> I, I want to go back. I want to go back to Disney World, Maureen. We're going, Dan. We're going. We so, are I mean- going. 
but I mean, first, obviously, next week we'll be watching uh, impeachment hearings. We sure will. Town Watch. Live impeachment hearings. I would guess that we will have a reaction episode up for Town Watch uh, probably next Thursday. How many do we get next week? We get three. Two on Wednesday, one on Friday. Jesus. Yeah, it's for real. Shit's for real now. I think the thing that's interesting to me is obviously, um, you know a lot about Watergate and Town Watch. We have a special Watergate with Maureen episode coming up uh, for Town Watch subscribers. Part one. Um, More about Town Watch episodes in a second. But um, the thing about Watergate, as as you've talked about and as we've talked about, is the idea of impeachment was not particularly popular before they began televised impeachment hearings. And now we're about to move into that same stage. Impeachment is actually far more popular than it was at that point in Watergate. But I have big question marks in my head because in 1973, you had three television stations that aired Mm -hmm. the hearings and then just sort of, you know, had Walter Cronkite type folks. Uh, You did not have... Fox News spinning and MSNBC spinning. And um, I don't know if they are going to move the ball in the same way. Yeah, I they just showed it. You know, it right. had a very different and because it was a less performative time. You know, less of the. Camera ready grandstanding. It was more just a just a hearing. Yeah. And yeah, without without the commentary. I mean, there was it's not that it was not that it was commentary free. There was commentary, but in no way like what we have now, which is very pregame, postgame. Yeah. Um, hours and hours and deadline, you know, little tickers countdown to so but it it did move the needle when people actually because there were also surprises that came out right there was stuff that people didn't have and see and know in advance but when people actually heard the stories it did change but um they're already trying to because we sort of already know what the stories are they're already trying right. to shape the narrative about what it is you th- you should think about what you're about to hear. Right. Having said yeah. that, I still think that having hearings will do something in terms of changing, you know, at least showing people a little bit more about what the reality of what's going on. Yeah. I mean, like, The three people that are going to testify next week, or at least that are currently scheduled for next week, all testified already. Their their transcripts are either released or about to be released. But, you know, like like I said, they are hundreds of pages long, each person. Um, They are very dense. They are incredibly boring. Um, That will be very different to watch live than to than to read the transcript. But you are already seeing Republicans basically being like, there's no new information. We already know all this. You know, it's like, well, what? Like, yeah, we know, but that's, that's the problem. We know. Yeah. Also, I saw that, uh, one of my, um, a lesser boyfriend of mine, Roger Stone was, uh, was on the news. Yeah. Roger Stone's trial for lying to Congress has begun opening statements yesterday, Maureen. Um, The prosecutor, uh, quote, Roger Stone lied to the House Intelligence Committee because the truth looked bad for the Trump campaign and the truth looked bad for Donald Trump. They are very much tying all of this back to Trump. Um, Stone's attorney's opening statement seems to basically try to use as a defense the idea that he is a fabulist, that he went into the House Intelligence Committee. This is this is Politico's summary. 
uh, Stone's attorneys tried to tell the story of a fabulous who walked into the House Intelligence Committee not fully realizing what they wanted to ask him about. If Stone wasn't forthcoming or overstated his, his knowledge, they argued, it was not intentional or malicious, and perhaps just for show. So their their defense is that our client is a liar? Their defense is that he's a liar and a showboat, and you shouldn't believe anything he says. Mm. In, in the opening statement, um, prosecutors played a bunch of clips of Roger Stone on TV shows being like, I'm talking to WikiLeaks because you need to remember this is all about he told uh, investigators, uh, congressional investigators, that he had no direct contacts with WikiLeaks. Um, and then the Mueller investigators proved that he did. Um, and so they played all of these clips of him on TV being like, well, I'm talking to WikiLeaks and you can expect to see this, this and this. Oh, yeah, I'm in direct contact with Julian Assange. And the that that was when they were like, well, listen, the guy's a liar. He makes things up. That was all just him telling a story. Is this where we're at, Dan? Is this where we're at? Oh, this is where we're at, Maureen. Steve Bannon is going to be a witness for the prosecution. Okay. <laughs> that is where okay. we're at. All right. Sure. I mean, sure. Sure. Yeah. Sure. It's going to be, Dan, one year. We're, we're at the now officially under the one year mark. <sighs> We're here. Less, We're here for you, says Huvia. Less than a year, Dan. Less than a year. <sighs> By the end of this year, are we going to be recording seven days a week? <laughs> I hope not. I already have one six-day-a-week job that I accidentally made for myself. Anyway, says Huvians. Says Who is made possible by you through your support of our Patreon at patreon.com slash says who and town watch. That is everyone who supports at the $5 a month or above level. You get bonus content and tomorrow in honor of the release of Let It Snow, we have a special town watch episode about let it snow and what it's like to have something that you made turned into a fucking movie. Uh, that will drop either very late tonight or very early tomorrow. But Town Watch, it is there for you. There are more Town Watches already recorded, let alone ones that are reacting to, um, to the news. We talked about Watergate. That'll come soon. We talked about planning our post-Trump trip to Disney. That one will be out in a little bit. We got plans. Sign up at patreon.com slash says who if you are not yet a Town Watch member. Shit is about to start coming for you. <sighs> Dan, Our I just theme music. Sigh deeply. Dan, I, just I know. Sigh deeply. That was a real sigh. That was a that was a sigh. That was the sigh of someone who got in at midnight last night. It was the sigh of someone who got in at midnight, but sigh who someone the the phrase under a year just went through her head again and just went. Man, I really wish you would not put that in my head. No, I'm no, like no, the no. Fast Let, and the let's... Furious, Maureen. I fucking live my life a quarter mile at a time. I don't think about a year ahead. Come on, is that how the Fast and the Furious works? Is that how the Fast and the Furious works? I've what? never seen. I've never seen it. What? I've never seen any of them. How? What is going on, Maureen Johnson? I, How have you never seen a Fast and the Furious movie? They are the are best there? movies. Like two? There are eight, plus one official spinoff, plus a couple of additional uh, materials if you're a completist. I, I know people really like them. I'm, I'm sure it's great, but I've uh. never seen any of them. They are amazing. So have you, 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 Maureen Johnson, come on. You love Point Break, right? I've never seen Point Break. What the fuck is going on right now? You what have, have never just... seen 
Keanu Reeves, Patrick Swayze, Point Break. You've never seen it. No. Oh my God. Well, I know, I know. The original Fast and the Furious is essentially Point Break with cars. And then it just goes bananas. But it is a great, it is great. It is all about found family. It's all about loyalty to your family. Well, you know what? Oscar's all about living your life a quarter mile at a time. Oscar's going to be leaving me for a couple of days in, a, in two hours. There so maybe I should watch The Fast and the Furious. Oh, he's nodding. So he thinks good. I sh- Do you think I should watch The Fast? He's nodding. He says I should watch The Fast yeah. and the Furious. He, he likes The Fast it's and the like, Furious. I think there's like 18 hours of movies you can watch. So well, there you go. you're good to go. And they're good? Oh, they're great. They're great, Maureen. The Rock is in them. Halfway through, The Rock shows up. And it becomes a whole different set of movies. Never All right. seen a Fast and the Furious. My I just, God, our theme music is performed by Ted Leo. Does he, does he like our the Fast and the Furious? Our logo was designed by Darth. Do you, what? Do you seem like a Fast and the Furious I, person? I want to, if Ted, do you think Ted has seen Fast, the Fast and oh, the Furious? Oh, I'm sure Ted has seen the Fast and the Furious. Without a doubt. Okay. That dude lives his life a quarter mile at a time. For sure. Darth. Darth is living their life a quarter mile at a time. Darth lives their life um, one container of french fries at a time. Yeah. Yeah. You can contact us at Says Who Podcast on Twitter. You can email at hey, that is H-E-Y, at SaysWhoPodcast.com. You can join the discussion on Facebook, which... I cannot emphasize enough is blowing up over there at slash groups slash says Whovians. Our Facebook group is moderated by Disney run Disney 10 K winner, Janice Dillard. What was her time? Uh, one hour, five minutes. And Damn. she got uh, last night. She looked in, they give you all this data cause they are actually like tracking you. Mm-hmm. And it turns out she is like, she ended up something like 600th in the women's division, which had Damn. like 8,000 runners. Damn. Yeah, it was amazing. She fucking did it. She lived her life a quarter mile at a time, is what uh, she a, did. It was a 10K? Yeah, so 6.1 uh, 6. miles, I think it was. And now she's already like, maybe I should do the half marathon next year. Damn. Oh, she's on it. Quarter mile at a time. Spread the word. Subscribe. And please leave stars and reviews on Apple Podcasts or wherever you listen. I meant to go and grab people's names that left reviews this week. And I didn't. I apologize. But thank you for leaving reviews because it is amazing. I could do the 1K. Yeah. They have kids races that are 1K. You could just do it on your knees. Oh, no, believe me. Uh, no, I would do it fully standing, knocking those children out of the way as I went going, I win. Except they have a have 5K, to... though. Three miles. I don't know. 5K metal was, a, was like a Jungle Book themed metal. It was pretty cool. I want that. But I'm not a good runner. Like I said, I'm just not a good runner. But that's all about training. When Janice started this, this uh, training for it, this like early spring, she I remember she went out for her first run. She came back and she was like, I ran for 10 minutes without stopping. And uh, and she just ran. She just ran for six miles without stopping. That was one of her goals. She had two goals that she had set for herself. One was to do it within an hour 15. She had an hour five. The other was to do it without stopping. And she did. It's good. That's amazing. It's I bet good. she felt great. She did. She did feel great, even waking up at three in the morning. I saw the picture. She was glowing. She was. She was. She did it. Very proud of her. She really did. Really good going. And good going to all of you guys for all the things you're doing and you're making. And and I want to join one of these group projects. Like maybe we should should. do a, maybe we can do something where, um, hey, you know what we should do, Dan? I've had another little brainstorm. I like it. Well, the holidays are coming. And maybe- Maybe we can brainstorm a group project where we help bring some holiday cheer to people, like making something for someone or 
I have a great idea from your Let's... idea. Okay. Last week, you talked about how you love to bake. Mm -hmm. and that you want to make a bunch of cookies, but you don't know where to bring them. And somebody right. on Twitter said, bring them to librarians. Ooh. They love cookies. And maybe that's what we should do. Bake for librarians? S says Whovia Librarian Bake. I don't hate it. I don't hate that at all. I don't all. hate it. I don't hate that one bit. All In right. Fact, we need I like it. We need to think about this. We're going to plan this out. We'll be back next week, says Huvians. The holidays are still for a bit, but I think Librarians there's something are, here. And also any other group that you can think of where we could distribute our baked goods. Yeah. Yeah. But we'll think about this, and we will be back next week, November 13th. You know what? November 13th is one day before, Maureen. Uh, the 14th. Which is your birthday. My birthday. Ah, happy birthday, Dan. We're going to also it's have almost. to make a project for Dan's birthday. There you are. But you can join us next week, November 13th, for our next episode. And just a week or a little bit after that, you can join Maureen Johnson in oh, balmy Miami, Florida for the I'll Miami Book Fair. The, the Trump Doral. <laughs> just be you'll be there with a petri dish collecting mold samples I'll be there uh, with the you CDC. can join her for the Miami Book Fair November 22nd through 24th but before all of that watch Let It Snow on Netflix based on the novel co-written by Maureen and two other people whose names hey. I don't remember John Green and Lauren Miracle there we are. I should have written that down. That's all right. That comes out tomorrow, November 8th, on your Netflix. I'm really excited. We're going to watch it tomorrow night. That's tomorrow, I guess, because I have no, That's I had nothing planned. Literally past. tomorrow. I have to figure out something to do for it. Tomorrow. Oh, boy. All right. I should really tomorrow. Oh, uh, that means it's actually probably going to go tomorrow within about 12 hours. Yeah. Yeah. Who knows what time zone Netflix starts rolling shit out at? Maybe it's I... already out. Maybe they go by Australian time. Uh, Might be out in Maybe Australia. People in Australia can already see it. It's possible. Maybe there's a know. time traveler. Well, I already watched it. it and the sequel. Well, I've seen let it. it snow more. Let it, yeah, keep let it snowing more. Too fast to snow. There you go. There you go. You'll even get that joke by the end of the day today when you finish watching. You could just watch all the Fast and Furious movies and then roll it right into the Let It Snow. I do need a day off, so maybe what I will do is just sit with the dog and. Oh, who am I kidding? I'm not going to do that. I'm going to. You know clean what the dogs love? Something. The Fast what? and the Furious. All right. Anyway, from my basement in Chicago, I am Dan Sinker. And from a place of deep gratitude and. Oh, are you talking you know, about the Four Seasons again? <laughs> from my chair in New York, I'm more. You know what? You have to just. You have to. You have to really be like. Really, Dan? Really? Really? <laughs> I'm Maureen Johnson. Four seasons. I ate a taco. I ate a taco by the pool, Dan. Yum. Yum. What was it? Uh, it was a vegan taco with uh, roasted squash and uh, roasted mushrooms with a uh, like a like a herb crema and a and a oh, fresh fresh. Great. Fresh avocados and uh-huh. Yeah, it was. I had I had a vegan taco at Disney World. Oh. At the and Pecos Bill Cafe. It Tasty? was a breaded cauliflower with a pineapple salsa and a spice, a five spice yogurt. And it was 
fucking great. That sounds amazing. It was really, really good. This is the exciting thing about our post-Trump trip to Disney World, Maureen. They have, you you went in like February, right? They have introduced, I believe, 200 meatless items to their menu since then. I love that. Yeah, every restaurant now has multiple plant-based options. But yeah, those tacos were fucking good. And that place has a toppings bar. You can just load that shit up. Oh, I'm all about a toppings bar. And if these things aren't accessible to you, then maybe what you can do is join blue says blue who apron backslash says who and we will send you a photo great time talking about a photo of a taco that's hidden and it's like a scavenger hunt for a taco but it's also like there's like a time thing like oh if you don't find the taco in time it'll explode so Mm -hmm. it's like it's kind of like speed but for tacos but not Mm -hmm. really on a bus anyways who apron this has been says who We'll send you a potato.